1: Freaks of the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm your host, Colin, and we've also got.
2: Hi. That's Sean. This is Brent.
3: This is Tom. And Eric.
2: Travis.
1: And Eric is sitting in for Sean, who is a ghost tonight.
2: Welcome, Eric. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hello.
1: And this is the Saturday Night Freak Show. What is the Saturday Night Freak Show, you ask? Well, every Saturday night, a group of us meet up. We have a dinner that's themed around the movie that we're going to watch. One of us picks a movie, we watch it, and then afterwards, we come down here in the basement, we crack open some fine brews, and we throw that movie to the dogs. Rip it apart.
2: We put it in the dip.
1: Yeah, we put it in the dip. (laughs) We find out if it's any good or not. Uh, so would we recommend it to you, the listener? You're going to have to find out. Tonight's movie was picked by Brent. And what was it?
2: It was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Bam!
1: Roger Rabbit. If you don't know what that movie is about, it's about a cartoon. It's a magic, It takes place in a magical land where cartoons and humans can coexist. Uh, cartoons are in the movies. Uh, actually playing themselves and a uh, cartoon rabbit is framed for murder and a washed up gumshoe played by bob hoskins has to go and investigate who framed roger rabbit you didn't see
2: that one coming did you now colin you say it takes place in a fantasy world but that's how i see reality so i don't understand what you're talking about
1: (laughs) you know i was watching this movie and i'm sitting there going like wow ever since this movie Like, this is pretty much what every single movie looks like these days, except instead of hand-drawn cartoons, (laughs) they've got computer-animated cartoons. Yeah. In every movie. It's,
2: yeah, it is. No, It's such a fantastic film. I I don't think I've seen it, like, maybe, it's been at least 10 years, maybe 15 years since I've seen it. It has been a long time for me.
0: Really, I watch this at least once a month, if not. Are you serious? I Jesus this movie Christ, like, like
1: yeah, every movie we name is like I watch that movie like once a once a month this. He month. watches a lot of movies. I watch He's a lot of movies, movies oh, over and over again. That is impressive. <laughs> I'm just saying.
4: I <laughs> fantasize about somebody in that movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess what you said is like, I mean, like, look at watching <laughs> it tonight. I mean,
3: like, still Jessica Rabbit. Is still like the hottest anime girl. Yeah, still, I mean. (laughs) Ever. All right, she's the the hottest animation girl
0: ever. You could take all that Japanese crap and
3: forget it.
0: Jessica Uh, Rabbit.
1: I'm going to throw down uh, Chitara from the Thundercats. Jessica hmm.
0: Rabbit. Mmm, Chitara, but still Jessica Rabbit. She had (laughs) Kathleen (laughs) Turner's voice. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) true. And nothing (laughs) beats that voice. Not
1: old Kathleen Turner, but. No, not old. Don't think of old Kathleen
0: Turner.
1: And somewhere we have a photo that may or may not show up on the. On our Facebook page of uh, our guest star, Eric. What are you and doing? And his love. What are you um, doing with that poor rabbit Yeah.
4: Pill? Bad <laughs> things. <laughs> I was uh, I was probably 13 in that photo.
1: Oh, well, yeah.
4: And, Speaking uh, yeah. of showing it.
0: <laughs> Speaking of 13, we were probably all that age when uh, it came out. Most people... How old were you when it came out? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure I was probably only eleven or ten or something like that.
2: What year was it? Wow. I don't know. Was it
0: 88? 88. Yeah. You were
3: young enough to know. It like 88. Just how yeah. I yeah, was 88.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah I guess man. I watched it on video. I guess I didn't <laughs> like. I wasn't even around. <laughs> seriously.
2: Yeah.
0: I wasn't around for it. Oh,
2: Interesting. But wow. you were, you weren't born. I was
0: in Germany. Oh. Okay. I was in Germany until <laughs> 1999.
2: <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Got it.
0: I was training in a virtual reality world <laughs> for the first 15 years of my life. Ender's Game. When they released me.
2: And Roger Rabbit. Didn't Tim come Burton to... came
0: out with Batman. <laughs>
2: no, no. You didn't get this movie in Germany.
0: Well, n- well, no, not as fast because if I would have seen it in a German theater, it probably would have been in German.
2: Oh, right. But even
0: the uh, military bases had, I mean, older movies. Yeah. They didn't really necessarily have the up-to-date movies, but. uh but, yeah, I saw this. Oh, my God. You know, this has been one of those movies that, you know, I've just been watching ever since I was a kid. You know, Roger Rabbit. I'm almost surprised Roger Rabbit almost didn't become more of a staple in the cartoon world, you know, with multiple cartoons. I, I don't even think he had a TV series or I'm anything. I'm surprised yeah. there hasn't been a
1: sequel, you know, to be honest with you. Well, the, that's the
0: author, Gary Wolf, he did write a sequel. Even This is based off a book by author uh, Gary Wolf. And uh, the original book... It's not cartoons. It's uh, like newspaper strip characters, you know, because you're more dealing with the world of, of, you know, whatever books and whatnot. So animation didn't really, you know, pertain to the book. So yeah. But then uh, after this movie came out, the se- the same author wrote a sequel, but using the animation characters and everything, uh. called uh, Who Plugged Roger Rabbit. Was so that written,
1: like after the movie? It was you know, yeah. It was how? written
0: maybe a, maybe a year or two after the movie. Um, I'm not sure if they ever even thought it was going to a plan. I don't even know if Roger Rabbit dies in the book. (laughs) You know, I haven't read it yet, but, uh... But, uh, yeah. Interesting.
1: It was really cool. I mean, like, going back... I mean, like, I haven't seen it in God knows how many years, so it really was like a new experience almost. Like, I forgot about that, I forgot about that. The jokes I do remember are still there. But I was more keenly aware of, like that it was, uh, I mean, I guess I knew it at the time, but it just kind of, like, you know, washed over me. But, like, this time it's more specifically going after, like, the Looney Tunes kind of yeah. animation, like yeah. Warner Brothers animation, which is weird because it's a Disney yeah. movie.
2: And right. the Disney characters
1: yeah. are in there, but, like, so are all, like, the Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes characters. Maroon Cartoons is, like, old Warner Brothers, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
4: <clears throat> yeah, I really enjoyed the uh, Fantasia reference there. Yeah, because I don't remember that when I was a kid seeing the seeing the movie. Yeah, he and says he's getting, now that he's I've gotten he's... older and I can appreciate some of the classic Disney movies. Yeah, or, or as as an, cool. as an older
3: person, the yeah I've seen a rabbit say hello to my friend Harvey <laughs> yeah, and he like points oh, yeah. like an <laughs> invisible like friend, which I mean, um, yeah, I guess like seeing this movie now like more as an adult it really really changes my per- perception of the movie yeah. because like when i was a kid it was like i guess it was like more focused on like the cartoons and it was like oh look how look at all these cameos of these cartoons and just kind of like this the more cartoon world and you you under- you understand the plot and you like the plot but you're like oh wow it's the cartoons and like now seeing it now it's like this really is, like, a really good film noir crime drama. Oh, like,
0: yeah.
3: Like, I mean, it's like a 40s, like, hardcore film noir movie.
0: And it's actually historically accurate with Cloverfield taking over the red car to get rid of the mass transit system that L.A. had back mm-hmm. in the days. You know, so it's kind of nice that they uh, drew from that.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought, uh, you know, it seemed to me to be like, it was like the you know, Fantasyland version of, like, uh, Chinatown, almost. You got the gumshoe who has to take pictures of, you know, somebody doing something illicit, and that gets somebody in trouble. That person gets framed for murder, and then there's, it turns out there's a big conspiracy to to do a land grab. I mean, that is kind of (laughs) Chinatown. Yeah, I mean,
3: that's, like, film noir. I mean, that's good old class gumshoes with, like, 40s, 50s stuff. I mean, it's...
1: And they go to Toontown instead of Chinatown. I was like, that's no, right. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I forgot about that, too. It was like, you'd never go to Chinatown, Jake.
2: You know <laughs> and I think part of the reason China. why, like, the film holds up after all these years is the fact that it is set in, a, like, a 40s crime noir setting, you know. So it's it's got that, everything about this film is timeless. Like, and it's weird, while, while watching it, like, it's been at least 15 years for me, and all the jokes just came, like, rushing back. Like, I had just seen them yesterday while watching it. Like, they're that classic, you know? Yeah, you almost want
0: to, well, if you watch the movie a lot, you almost want to wanna say the joke almost when it happens. Like, uh, during the Jessica Rabbit scene, when she's singing, right when she uh, pulls Eddie Valiant up, I always know that guy's going to go, oh! <laughs> you know, it's just, that's just yeah. something that's in my mind. It's like, that's part of the beat of the scene is, oh! It's
3: also weird, a weird, timeless movie in, in, in the fact that, like, I mean, like, all ages can really kind of enjoy this movie, because, like, kids can enjoy it, because they'll be like, oh, look at all the, you know, like, focus on the cartoons, and adults would see it more as a crime drama and kind of get more out of that, so...
1: There's still some like scatological humor and like there's some swearing in it, so I don't know like you know, I don't know who you are, but I well, mean. I was
0: going to say that this is kind of actually one of my first experiences with more of an adult cartoon, yeah, having yeah, characters too, yeah. say like wise ass and yeah. like and a cartoon. cartoon. I mean,
5: oh, bitch. Yeah. A cartoon does get kicked in the balls as well. <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> most most yeah. Disney
4: movies and even cartoon movies like, these days are like that. So yeah, Well, that I
3: that. mean, back then that was like breaking you know like that was like when i was a kid watching that to see like why wise ass and yeah you know, i was kind of balls. surprised like, by that oh wow you know that's like yeah, cutting then. edge yeah Ooh. well because like well last week we watched wreck
0: it ralph and that the the that female character that was all uh, uh call of duty or whatever gears of war you know she was making those weird remarks like pussy willows and it's like s- stuff that's like really not that far away from what you know they're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. where this is, like, more of that softer, like, you know... <laughs> it's not so obvious. Yeah. Well, just just today, I saw a commercial for a cartoon where the character's name was, was like, Rambottom. Mr. Rambottom. I'm like, oh, my God! This is just a cartoon for any kid, and that's supposed to be a joke. You know, Mr. Rambottom. That's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> I think, also, yeah, the adult humor in this is also... Like you say, it's softer, so like it's the stuff that kids can realize is like you know being adult or like naughty. They're not supposed to like it, but that's why they like it. They're not supposed to say those things, so it almost becomes like the sort of like stay with me on this. It's like a Rocky Horror Picture Show for kids because you're watching these scenes and you just want to see them over and over again. I'm like I remember as a kid, you know, what that what rhymes with walls? No, that doesn't rhyme with walls. Yeah, but this does. You know, like those, those scenes, like and yeah. like I had put it away somewhere deep in the darkness of my the recesses <laughs> of my brain. But like tonight, it just it was all right back there on the surface. You know, I was a kid watching this movie again. Ooh. And it was very enjoyable. It was, it was, it was awesome. It
1: was, it was <laughs> You're in cloud dying right now.
2: I am. Uh, I am well, I am. we were saying about
1: how it was uh, timeless. There was one, at least one joke where I'm like, it was the St. Nowhere, the name of the hospital. I'm like, that's named that because there's a TV show on at the time called St. Elsewhere.
2: Right. Was, yeah.
1: I'm like, you know, that one's going to go. <laughs> Nobody's going to know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I, anymore, but, yeah.
3: I mean, I, I guess, I, I mean, to be timeless, I mean, I guess like. Maybe some kids might not know, like, the Fantasia reference might not be as... You know I mean? Because, like, a lot of those Disney characters and even Warner Brother characters, yeah. just, like, a lot of the cameos, if kids today were to watch, they probably wouldn't know how yeah, to Yeah, but that. those
1: movies are still, aren't they, the Disney library, aren't they still, like, basically what you show your kids? <laughs> yeah, but see, no,
3: the Disney library is different. I mean, like, the movies that <coughs> kids are watching...
4: <laughs> no, Correct me just, if
3: I'm wrong on this. We have a father here, right? um, so we can, but we can I actually mean, like, fact check this.
4: I mean, I don't <laughs> know. Would my kid sit down and watch Fantasia right now? Probably not. <laughs> right. I mean, like, and
3: how often does your kid watch, like,
4: actual Mickey Mouse Donald Duck cartoons? She, um, well, she watches the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse.
5: Uh-huh.
4: So she knows who Mickey Mouse is. But, uh, yeah, she's into the Pixar movies and, you know, the, the adventure movies. What about Bugs Bunny? Yeah, she knows who Bugs Bunny is, but only because of the of TV, not because of movies. So yeah, it's like
0: those characters have more or less taken just. It's like a pop culture idea. They really don't have a lot of product out. Like when the well, like Looney Tunes had a show out what last year, the Looney Tunes show. Is that yeah. last year or the year before that? It's still on. Is it it's still, on? still on? Yeah, I've never seen it. But
2: it's that weird is, animation stuff. That's <laughs> geared more towards adults. Even that, I mean, it's teens to adults definitely. Uh, is like the Disney classics, Eric. Is that something that, like, you guys are planning to show her as she gets older, no, like maybe. Fantasia? Uh, maybe I would like to. Yeah. Um. We don't own any of them, so I'd have to go well, out and Dis- buy them. But Disney <laughs> does it in such a—it's kind of ingenious. Like they have the Disney Vault like I, like nobody knows this but i'm explaining it a little, like guess what folks there's a disney vault but there's a fan vault they they do and you know like when they there's release these classic movie. films like once every couple years or whatever it's like yeah
3: like for they just each release once peter, peter pan
2: right yeah, yeah. yeah but
3: do you, i mean do you buy peter pan for so when it comes out no
4: but as we've i bought her cinderella only because she's into princesses so. as, as a I mean, kid yeah, peter if you're watching pan would be more of a...
3: You're, you're, more,
4: you're more, you're adapt- more Cinderella, or uh, I mean, not Cinderella. Peter Pan's got uh, Tinkerbell in it. So uh, it's yeah, a classic character. Yeah, well, yeah. and what
1: like uh, Captain Hook is on. He went off. He's on like. There's a thing called Jake and the Neverland Pirates.
4: Yeah, I'm sure What is that?
1: Jake oh. and this kid, like, little. You know, it's an animated thing. But he's got this little kid Jake, and I think the adversary on that show is the Captain Hook and Smee and all that from Peter Pan. So it's like you're kind of getting like a backdoor entry into, you know, like well, who is this Peter Pan person that they talk about, you know? But he's not actually a main character in the show. Right.
4: But yeah. Then again, if you know, if I sit down and we with her and we watch Roger, Ra- who framed Roger Rabbit, you know, I'll laugh at the scene where the guy's playing the saxophone and the brooms are. St-
2: no, uh, so you, think, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll laugh at that.
4: Yeah. And she'll probably ask me, what the, what's that? Dad? Yeah, exactly. And i say, well, let me show you, man. We can watch
0: it. Yeah. Well, one of the funny things about The Vault is because that's actually how uh, Disney was actually able to kind of, like, fool people that all their movies are such classics. Because if you right. really look at it, most of, like, Snow White, Dumbo, they're all flops, really. They're all flops, but they just put them away. Don't let nobody see them. They're <laughs> like, you know, oh, they're so special.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's a really uh, funny way they went about it. Well,
3: I mean, they also brand stuff as, like, they, they tuck away all the, you know, like the little Snow Whites and the Sleeping Beauties and all that, and they tuck away, and then they, like, archive them as, like, okay, then yeah, they have a princess collection, so they have the princesses are, like, separate entities and, like, you know, but if you actually watch Sleeping Beauty,
2: It's kind of shitty, actually. (laughs) Yeah, but as a kid, like, when you're, you know, they're advertising on cartoon stations and you're watching this, it's like you're seeing this for the first time, so this is, like, something new when, you know, it might be 50 years old at this point.
1: Did they do something like that with Who Framed Roger Rabbit?
2: Because I know this just came out
1: on Blu-ray. Was that, like, uh, just out of the Disney vaults or whatever? No,
0: this is, like, a 25th, because, you know, it's all Touchstone. It's not Disney. It's not, like, you know...
2: Yeah, this was because it's the adult, they, they
0: kind of keep it away from the Disney... Uh,
2: yeah, I don't think I day. saw any advertising for this before. No, it
3: did, like... um, I bought it when it first came out. It, it snuck up on me. Yes. Because, like, it was like, oh, crap. And I, I did, like, a... I think I found out that, like, Willow was, like... I thought Willow was supposed to come out in like November and then I found out that Willow like came out like on Tuesday. So like I did a Amazon shirts. So I'm like crap I gotta buy Willow like now. And then like we recommend Who Framed Roger Rabbit I'm like shit that came out too? <laughs> like crap! <laughs> you know? yeah. So uh,
2: This is a twofer.
3: Yeah. Which gave me my free shipping and you know they were on sale so.
2: Nice. But, well even the film I mean the Blu-ray quality looks great. I mean there's really no no age to the film. They must have cleaned it up big time because it it just looks amazing. The only thing that I would say is, I mean, it's just the animation style for the time. There's times, I mean, obviously you notice it more than you would today. I was like, like a flicker. Yeah,
1: yeah. but I, I was kind of digging that because, I mean, yeah. it has like this kind of almost, I mean, I know it was inked probably, but it almost looks like penciled in. We watched this short, uh, too, before it, uh, Tummy Trouble. And, I mean, just, like, looking at those things, I mean, it it looks like, you know, that's like a kind of a painstaking animation style that, like, you don't see anymore. You know, it's like the newer stuff that's all
0: computer-aided. And especially this. This is, like, the first, as far as I know, it's the first and the only time even the animation itself is 24 frames per second. They didn't, like, cheap out at all and, you know. I heard that
1: about, well, wait, what was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? I want to say some of the really old Disney stuff was 24. of Really? It and I thought Akira was, too. I thought that was a big deal about Akira. I don't know. It was like it was 24.
3: Well, I mean, thing. I guess you can't make comparisons with Who Framed Roger Rabbit without, like, drawing in Cool World into the picture.
0: Oh, for sure. Because Cool World was like...
3: Because they came out at <laughs> almost the same exact time. What year was... Yeah. It
0: was cool World was at least the year... 92, th- Well... Yeah, but cool. It was, there it was at least like 92 or 93 or something like that. Yeah. It was
3: inspired by, I mean, using the same t- st- style of animation. Yeah. It's still like a, a crime noir. Yeah. For uh, adults. Yeah, it had a like, uh, voluptuous. Yeah, it's
0: Ralph that, Lockshe, so that, that is for adults.
2: Leading character Dude,
0: Hollywood, if she could. And she right. can't, and she will. Who, oh, man. Yeah.
2: Who played her? Who is that? Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was, like, one of the first times you saw Brad, Brad, Pitt. Pitt. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is the... So, Brad Pitt is a cop. Gabriel Byrne, I want to say, was the artist who drew it, and he got mm-hmm. sucked in somehow to his drawings and the world that he created. It
0: was just Holly, Holly... That was the only thing about that movie. A little bit of that movie doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> oh, she wants to have sex so she can become real. Yeah, funny, yeah, but has. she,
0: like... She, like... It's funny it was funny how much we're going to talk about Cool World right now. But, uh, it, yeah, <laughs> it's like... Uh, that little weird dude, he's got this magic spike that he needs to open this doorway at the very beginning, When uh, when and he tests it out when he first finds Brad Pitt, you know, by accident, accidentally draws Brad Pitt in. But then Holly, Holly, she can just drag that artist into cool world. They don't explain it. They don't, I'm like, oh, okay, well, why does this guy need to be a scientist if all she has to do is want to have sex with this guy, and she can drag him into the world? Yeah. But the one thing I gotta say about Cool World that is different than Who uh, Framed Roger Rabbit, I actually I respect that he tried to do it. Ralph Bakshi tried to create a, he tried to create uh, the they called it the I don't know the well they called Cool World, but it, you know they're all doodles. But they tried to create a two-dimensional world, whereas in you got out of a car, you shut the car door, then when the person walks around the car, that car is a flat like, oh. you know, it has, you know, it's not like it has no width, it has no, but like I don't know, they just failed because they just tried to use cardboard stand-ups.
2: Yeah.
0: And this is like, "Oh man, yeah, it's such a good idea." Like, you know, I see what they're trying to do, which oh, is yeah. the opposite
1: of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit where it's like you had to cuz I was I was actually amazed at that while watching that tonight, you know, looking at it a little more from an adult perspective, a little more technically just the amount of, like, three-dimensional tracking that the artists must have had to have done yeah. to match these right. camera shots you know, without the aid of a computer, because now, that's it, how you do it now, but back then, it's like, you know, if the camera moves, you got to be able to, you know, adapt and show what the object looks like in 3D or the character looks like in 3D, and that was impressive work, I thought. Yeah, yeah.
0: especially yeah. when he was holding the magnet. You know, that's
2: like when you really saw... The magnet and the gun... The gun was a big one yeah.
3: too. Like, well, I thought it kind of failed when uh, the gorilla bouncer was, like, was throwing pick, him. Was picking him up and throwing him, and it kind of it
1: just kind well, of that, yeah. Out. But that, that's something else. That's a, yeah. I mean, you could almost there was a couple times I saw at the end, especially when everything all hell's breaking loose. I saw wires and uh, Bob Hoskins <laughs> <Yeah. and they laughs> looked at him. You know, it's like it can appreciate that. Well, I mean, that's if you haven't seen the movie, there's like so many periods in time where, like, you know, there's I don't know, uh, cartoon waiters carrying around plates full of uh, you know food or whatever, and it looks like what they shot it with was like somehow those plates are real,
0: just like a little robot carrying the
1: plate. <laughs> yeah, which they must have drawn the uh, you know the the comic character, or the animated character over the top of it. There's so much like interaction with. Uh, Yeah, when uh, Valiant is uh, handcuffed to uh, Roger Rabbit, and he's got Roger Rabbit in his sink, one of the weasels comes over and splashes water at at his face. And I'm still looking at that, going like, okay, how would you do that? You'd put some kind of, you know, some little fin or something under the water that you could...
3: yeah, Yeah, Yeah. and blast, you That is one of my favorite scenes. I don't know why, but like... I love the weasels. The weasels are like my favorite part of that whole movie. Still.
0: They were awesome.
3: Cause like there's this one, he's got like the, the fedora and the trench coat, and he's like the leader of the weasel gang. The two control. That, that was
2: like, the sergeant.
3: The sergeant? He's like awesome. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know the weasels. Now. That that, spe- that scene specifically uh, I noticed and then I noticed it throughout the film but the lighting like when the weasels would walk into the shadows it would affect them you know like just uh-huh. like the real world shadows were yeah. happening. It was like everything technically they had their bases covered. It was
1: yeah, but you just like it just seems like that movie would be like insane to even try and tackle.
2: At that time? At that time, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: nowadays, it's like, okay, I know how I would do it. You know, I mean, I could probably do it on my home computer. (laughs) You know, not to that quality, I'm saying. Right. Like, I have an idea how you would do it. Back then, when you didn't have any of that technology, it's like, that had to be like fucking climbing Mount Everest or something. (laughs) Like, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. And you're going to do what?
2: (laughs) Is that mostly
3: Zemeckis? Like, is that?
2: I'm sure. I'm sure it was.
3: Genius. (laughs) Yeah.
1: um yeah i don't know who came up with the, or whatever i mean i know well, it was uh spielberg produced it
2: with the hindsight now looking where zemeckis's career went with all of his animated films
1: yeah i'm guessing
2: that like his love only blossomed after after who framed roger rabbit because you know once the technology ramped up and we're looking at like up to beowulf like i mean the sky's the limit you know I, and i think that Zemeckis had a big part in opening those doors to, to other filmmakers even James Cameron perhaps
1: yeah, yeah I mean because Avatar and Hooper and Roger Rabbit are like pretty much I'm almost <laughs> you know
2: I mean right. well, like yeah. I like said every
1: movie, movie nowadays
0: yeah. is Roger Rabbit yeah to one mean, all the star,
1: new Star Wars movies especially I mean those are animated movies you know I mean yeah. they interact with live action uh, people crap there was something I was going to ask you or, or point out and I can't remember what it was does not change the camera. Somebody
2: else. Uh. Uh, I'll come back to me. Robert Zemeckis. I'm going to say Robert Zemeckis a lot during a this lot. podcast. <laughs> just during just... your lifetime. Or, I mean, like, okay, <laughs> so
3: you, you picked this movie. I did. I, did. Uh, I provided the movie. You did. But uh, like, where does this
2: rate on your Zemeckis scale? I got to tell you, after watching it again tonight, it's pretty high up there. I mean, the first three are taken. Oh, what's the first three? Oh, my all God. three Back
1: to the Future movies? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't
2: beat yeah. out three? No, dude. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, Future
1: 3 is a pretty good movie. i I'm going
2: to I'm gonna have to
3: agree. Three is guess, fantastic. I'm not with him. Like, yeah, it's, Back to the Future 1, 2, 3.
2: Four. I enjoy all three of those movies. Yeah. Good man. Eric is a good what? man. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, feel, I, feel I do. The, They're great. Like,
1: if we were if we were ranking the Back to the Futures in terms of quality... I go one I'd be, three two. Yeah, I'd go one three and two. I the what? There.
5: Yeah, but I'd yeah, still say the
0: twilight that. zone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking twilight zone. One three two.
1: Well two has something going against it where it's the middle part, you know, it doesn't have an
0: ending. Plus it has, oh, it has the best ending. Yeah, Doc leaves, is. gets struck by lightning, and a dude comes up to the car like, Hey, are you body to fly? You this been the, fly? This has been in the mail for 50 years. <laughs> we all had a bet going if someone was going to be out. That's like the best ending I've ever <laughs> seen. Doc's alive! <laughs> <laughs> and he's
5: in the world west! Doc's alive! Doc! This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keep so where does yeah. this where's the stack up
1: after, Roger the, Rabbit. after the the Holy Three of Zemeckis? Oh, and I remember what I was going to say.
2: Hit me up later. <laughs> after, go ahead. Yeah. After the trilogy. The trilogy. <laughs> the trilogy. It sucks that, they sell it like that. Yeah, I have I'm to. I'm sorry. I on. have to. Uh, after that, then I think the rest of them just kind of fight it out for number four and then on. I think maybe Forrest Gump is high up there. Uh, what Lies Beneath is high up there. Uh, I'm going to just start naming all of Romancing
1: them. <laughs> the Stone. Where's used no, cars? No. R-
2: Romancing the Stone, Used Cars, and Jewel of the Nile are way low on that Whoa, list. Whoa, really? <laughs> because I was too young to really appreciate you got to go them. watch Romancing gotta the go Stone. i I think yeah.
1: Jewel of the Nile is pretty weak, but Romancing the Stone, I think you watch that again, it'll be like, holy shit, there's some good stuff in Whoa. there.
2: Yeah. I think Roger Rabbit's way up there now. I mean, like, it was just, it was a great experience tonight. I'm Still on cloud nine. <laughs> Definitely, it was awesome. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, so I remember what it was. I was thinking that uh, that aside from Robert Zemeckis, um, damn, oh he had it. No, and no, no,
2: gone. not Dean Cooney. Um, oh yeah, who shot Dean Cooney? Well, no, shot was this, like,
1: wasn't, so. didn't they do a Looney Tunes live action?
0: Cartoon. Like,
1: is it, yeah, Space it did too. Jam or
3: it was it it Space, Jam? Space Jam, one of the greatest movies ever.
0: And yeah. then okay, there was Sony Tunes talking. back in action. Right. That is a okay,
3: based
1: Those ones, <laughs> now they're still what? hand animated, right? Yeah. But there is like some computer uh, help. I
0: could With like though, yeah.
1: geometry and all
0: that. I don't know. Maybe. Probably is. I I couldn't tell you, though. I didn't see them.
1: Why don't we venerate uh, the Space Jam and Looney Tunes back in action like we do Who Framed Roger Rabbit?
3: Well, I venerate Space
1: Jam. Space Jam. Like, I
3: can vouch for Space Jam. (laughs) Those
0: are when, uh, that's like after the fact when we thought, like, adult humor doesn't belong with cartoon things. So those are, like, just glossy, like, for kids, probably crap movies. That's why.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm going to need a beer, Sean, if I'm going to explain why Space Jam is not as good of a movie as.
0: You need a beer? i got two minutes. Fucking not a good movie.
2: (laughs) Here's the problem with Space Jam. Uh, It's a Michael Jordan vehicle. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan's not an actor. He's the best basketball player of all time. He's an advertising star. He is not an actor. Spokesperson. No one else in that film are actors. I mean, there's Bill Murray. Then he's an actor, Bugs, but he's like uh, Bugs Bunny.
1: Wayne Knight, Bugs Bunny. He's an actor. He's Bugs, a, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Come I'm on. saying other than that though, oh, okay. you've got like
2: uh, I think it was Charles Barclays. Charles Barkley's yeah, in it. See? Oh, well, you yeah, got Mugsy uh, Muggsy Bogues, Patrick Ewing. Yeah. like yeah, all the well, you know like. Wait, now was that scripts. a Joe
1: Dante movie? Was that because Joe Dante seems to be he's the guy who's got like the almost more so than Zemeckis. He's like the guy who you know has like this affic- uh, affection for. You know, like old Looney Tunes cartoons. I want to say he maybe did... If he didn't do Space Jam, he did... Uh, I think Captain Google's on the case. If he didn't do Space Jam, he did Looney Tunes back in action. Hmm. Or maybe both.
2: I don't know. I really don't. Right, Joe Pichka.
5: Who? Did what? Speech? Uh, Joe, P- Joe Pichka directed Space Jam. Uh.
2: Directed back in action. Thank you, Sean. No
5: problem.
2: We're just going to be... It's going to be dead air until Sean <laughs> figures that. out. <it. laughs>
3: Back here. in action with the awesomeness of... Joe Morton. Really? Brandon Fraser. Wait, no. Well, I'm
5: looking at the wrong thing.
3: What does it say?
1: I'm holding out for Joe Dante. Director the of Gremlins.
0: 1993 movie? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, that was 93? Back in action was 93? No oh. way. Oh. Who's
1: in
0: it? Brandon Fraser. Brandon
1: Fraser. And Jenna Malone. No, not Jenna Malone. What's
0: her name? Uh, like, uh, Forgettable uh, woman. Oh, Looney
5: Tunes? Yeah.
0: Talking about yeah. Uh,
2: did, did, Joe Dante. Joe Dante. Yep. Steve Martin. Jenna Elfman. Well, there you go. Jenna Elfman.
0: Jenna Elfman.
2: <laughs> Steve Martin. Steve Martin was like the bad Mixed guy. The bad guys, Okay, yeah. but
1: that's another universe where like the characters interact with live action. Yeah. People, right? Okay. Yeah. So they have done it a couple times since Who Framed Roger? Oh, and... oh they,
0: I mean, even cheap movies. You ever see Evil Tunes? No. E- oh yeah. Bad I mean, Evil Tunes is like kind of like a skin flick. Uh, that uh, that has these like evil cartoon guys come out and like, oh yeah, I'm surprised you never seen Evil Tune. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think oh, that's, know, that's that like that good smut from, from the early 90s. That like, that's that good like, smut.
3: Like, you know you had Who Framed Roger Rabbit, then you had Cool World, then
0: evil you had Evil Tune. Evil Tune. <laughs> yes. I was like, alright. <laughs> let's actually get some human boobs in this <laughs> deal.
1: So,
0: <laughs> so, so you got Charles Band boobs. Uh, it, it could M- be F- I like I really don't know but it, it's right up Charles Bands. oh alley. dude dude <laughs> dude
1: actually uh, this is totally off the subject but while we're talking about like movies that copy other movies and that red box movies that we were like trying to figure out I found out officially what those movies are called what? movies that copy real movies and end up in your red box they're called
0: Mockbusters. Mockbusters. I like that.
3: Oh, is Mockbusters. Oh, like, uh, it's
1: like. Hansel the, and Gretel, like. Demon uh, slayers. Demon slayers. Yeah. Or Abraham Lincoln zombie yeah, killer.
3: Whatever. Name it. Mockbusters. That okay. is Journey,
2: Journey of the on. Hobbit. That's, a, that's one of those ongoing topics of the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Good to know. Wow. Yeah,
3: are those movies any good?
0: No. Come on. Uh-oh. Well,
3: you know, Like you see the box, you're like.
0: They're for dyslexic people that don't realize mm-hmm. that when you see a commercial, that means it's in theaters.
2: Not available to rent. And those people are just like, hey, they got that! They should call those movies Eyeball Poison. (laughs) Eyeball Poison. Uh, Transmorphers. Okay, so who was saying, we've talked a few times about, maybe it was last week we were talking about Roger Rabbit, how when they have Mickey and uh, Bugs Bunny on the screen at the same time, like they have to get equal time on screen. But watching it tonight, like... Mickey comes into the frame, and then Bugs Bunny comes in like a second after.
0: And then then Ooh. they both stay on
2: screen, and they both leave together. <laughs> but, like, Mickey's on first, and then Bugs comes in. But
5: is the time made up later when they're both at the end of the movie?
3: Does
5: it even no. I, I, and that's and that's like, a good
3: question. I would have to say that during the Donald Duck, Daffy Duck Dueling piano heroes. fight, Donald won. Gee, the last time so I worked with Disney with the <laughs> was winning out, man. They, they, they held the upper hand. They, they claimed uh-huh. the Fantasia reference. They won the, the duck battle. Hmm. Yeah.
1: So is this kind of a precursor to, like, Toy Story and Wreck-It Ralph in a way? That it's like, you get all your licensed, you know, like, hmm. uh, cartoon characters all together in one...
0: I mean, Maybe it is, Yeah, right? It's makes like, it oh, a more. Is,
1: is, who this is, and there's Betty Boop. Well, it just and makes it a better yeah. world,
0: you know? Because, yeah. like, if Wreck-It Ralph came up with nothing but original video games, it's like, okay, who cares? Right. You know, it just seems like a generic... It would seem like a mock...
3: No, I think you of, want a little, you know, want a little sure. bit of fan service. For sure. Yeah, you definitely want a little bit of fan service.
0: Especially if you have, like, a Toon World, yeah, you would expect to see, uh, you know, all your favorite characters. Right. Mm. I, do- I definitely def- thought that
4: the... Disney characters were in it a little bit more than... Yeah. It than like Warner
2: it, Brothers it? characters. I, yeah. well,
0: cause, well, I'm sure it was definitely Disney going to Warner Brothers asking for their characters,
2: not the other way around. But then, I mean, who ends the whole movie? It's Porky Pig. So, <laughs> right. No,
0: no, because Porky Pig says that's all, folks, and then and then Tinkerbell comes up and does the <laughs> oh, magical uh, disappearance uh, thing. It's right. like, you know, <laughs> they...
1: One up them again. Yeah, they went up them again. Yep. It's okay. like, don't worry, Warner Brothers, your character will have the last line in the movie.
2: Bro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, fucking the
1: Tinkerbell. I think
2: Tweety Bird has screen time in Toontown. Yeah, but it's just Tweety Bird. Like nobody else, Disney didn't have an answer to Tweety Bird. So Disney doesn't have an answer to Tweety Bird.
3: So you assume he Sam? He
2: had. He had, his, he
3: had his own scene.
2: Yeah, but his ass was on fire. Oh, right. His biscuits were burning. His
3: biscuits are burning. My biscuits are burning.
2: <laughs> well, Mickey was
4: in. Mickey was falling with. Uh, right with the parachute.
2: Mickey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mickey and Bugs. But Bugs was there too. But yeah, that's the thing. And Mickey was on screen just a little bit sooner, I think. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he definitely like was because first, when Bob Hoskin
0: falls, first there's Mickey to the left of him, and then Bugs Bunny comes in.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Being a jerk.
0: What do you mean? He's a wasko-wee-webbit.
3: He's
0: not a jerk. A jerk. So oh! You know,
1: does anybody know, like, uh, any factoids on the making of this thing? Like, how long does it take to make? I'm sure it took, like, five me.
0: years. <laughs> <laughs> Random guess, five years. I thought you watched, like, commentaries and all that stuff. Well, yeah, I didn't do it this week. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know there's a whole version of this film. They shot this film with live dummies in the play, like people just holding up live dummies in the play so they know where the characters were. So there's an entire version of this film shot like that Mm. you can watch. That
2: would be a great special feature. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They got scenes of it in the special features so you can actually see what it looks like.
2: Mm.
1: It just seems like a colossal undertaking. Again, you know, one of those things. I guess that's why that's why you watch movies. It's, yeah. like, it's like independent movies have their place where people just go out and, you know, it's like <laughs> you shoot it at the corner or whatever in your neighborhood, and then there's, like, these where you're just like, I can't believe that human beings got well, together and
0: made... <laughs> they, like, I mean, it changed the summer movie, right? What, Star Wars, Star with Star Wars, went to Jaws, went, you know, just kept on going and going where... Got to get just better you know every summer has to yeah. be just something Sights different. Sounds, like we have to create before. new technology for every movie we make. Yeah.
5: How well, we Zemeckis
1: has been on that trip? I guess I mean right. yeah. When you look That's at what like, I'm saying yeah.
0: Well, Spielberg, because I think Zemeckis is a lump. But well, you know I, know I don't know what? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
5: know. Let's just say well, Uncle well, Uncle, I Uncle
0: I Spielberg's paying for it. Yeah. It's not his dime. <laughs>
2: yeah. how many Zemeckis films? Spielberg yes. Yeah. I see it's that whole Kathleen Kennedy, Frank Marshall and Steven Spielberg oh, yeah, group. Yeah. I don't know if they've done all of them. Because they may
1: be even as far back I want to say Romancing the Stone was his first like big blockbuster movie, yeah? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I think so. And then so it's yeah. eighty four and then
1: yeah. Back to the Future is eighty five, so Spielberg like scooped him up right then. Yeah. That was eighty five and then I can't remember after Back to the Future then. Roger Rabbit. He did a movie that was actually pretty good that nobody seems to have seen called Death Becomes Her. Oh, uh, yes, that's yeah, but a great like film. you can't I've fucking never find it. that movie on like Blu-ray. I don't even know no. if it was released on DVD. I don't know what the deal is with wow. it. yeah, somewhere in the world, but, but like, have you seen it?
0: I have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Awesome. It's, that it's awesome? a
1: it's... CGI heavy, uh, yeah, like Bruce dark Oilers, comedy. Meryl's. Meryl's.
5: Hawn, Meryl, Meryl Streep.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
2: nobody can hear you.
5: That's
2: fine. I'm not here. Like, no, I know it's
0: all about voodoo and all that jazz, right? Or witchcrafty well, stuff. Uh, they're dead. and They're very come back. vain.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and they can't be killed after they. Yeah, but I mean, it's really cool. and Then you know what he did? Uh, <clears throat> uh, yep. What are we other a, Back like, to the Future movies? In order of appearance. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking throughout the '90s, and then uh, eventually, I think he did Cast Away. And what lies beneath. Yeah. And What Lies Beneath is another one of those movies that's like really like it, it uses well in contact is the other one, I guess. What yeah. lies beneath in contact it seems use a lot of CG trickery in a way that you can't tell that there's actually C G trickery going on. I remember yes. specifically a shot in What Lies Beneath where Michelle Pfeiffer is lying on the floor and she's paralyzed or something. The camera's over her head, looking at her lying on the floor, and then it moves and goes underneath the floor to look up at her, and I'm like, what in the fuck just happened there? I mean, it does that all the time, but, like, only if you're paying attention to it. He sets up all these shots that, like, are physically impossible.
2: Right. You just can't do. And that's kind of always been his motto, like, using special effects in a way where if you're just watching the movie, that's not going to, like, stand out to you at all. You know, it might be trees blowing in the background. Like, Castaway, there was a lot of that, you know? Mm. Just, like, natural-looking things that are all special effects.
1: Yeah. Forrest Gump may have been one of the first
2: for things sure.
1: that did well, I mean, yeah. I guess all the Back to the Future ones but Forrest Gump was using special effects in ways that it was like trying not to be you look at this, you know, right. obvious special effects. Well, I just
0: remember how big it was when uh, Forrest Gump came out and just all the, uh, like, the old footage they manipulated. Yeah. all you oh, know, yeah, the, All yeah. the presidential yeah. footage, stuff like You know, that was yeah. a pretty big deal and back when it came out. That was the
1: first time that they'd ever, like, you know, amputated somebody's legs, I think, in a, in a movie.
0: Yeah, so and just had him wear, like, a, a big... green sock on the leg. Yeah,
1: and... I don't know if that had been done before.
0: Yeah. Know, at least still... not to that extent, at least.
1: Well, I mean, the advent of, like, computer, you know, that type of computer graphics trickery, I mean, that was all, like, around 90, 91, right? I mean, it was Terminator 2, like, maybe the Abyss at the beginning
2: of that. Right, yeah, But the
1: then the Back to the Future movies and, you know, so, I mean, it's still pretty early on, I guess. Forrest Gump and the stuff they were doing. Well, Forrest Gump was, what,
2: 94? Yeah. 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 Terminator 2 was 92? Yeah. Was dun, dun, dun,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, And then he just kind of went and did, like you were saying, the whole uh, complete animated thing with the motion capture, those three motion capture, Beowulf, uh, Christmas, or Polar Express, Beowulf, and
3: Christmas Carol. I'm still mad about Beowulf.
2: Why? Why are you mad about Beowulf?
3: I hate beautiful movies. Speak up. I'm so mad about Beowulf. Speak up! Speak why. up! Because I love, I saw Beowulf in IMAX 3D, and it was a mind-blowing experience. I'd hate that too. And they have not released that fucker on Blu-ray in oh, 3D yet.
0: Crazy! <laughs> yeah, that'd be. I would like to see in 3D. I bet yeah, it looks awesome. I saw awesome. that in IMAX 3D. Really? Yeah,
3: it, was, it was awesome, man. Yeah. <sighs> like they released it. But not in 3D! It's like, uh, come on! Yeah.
1: Hmm. I don't know how popular that movie is. It's I don't think it is that it.
0: popular. Yeah. Which is uh, sad. Well, probably Angelie and Julie's fault.
2: I like it, but that's so for different reasons. Right. I think that like <laughs> Zemeckis yeah, yeah. is such a visionary that he had to go away from the live-action stuff because like the technology wasn't keeping up with him. He, like He had to go into the computer graphics because then he could do what he wanted to. He well, no, he does
1: trick just, shots of those man. fucking the CG ones too. That you know, like that even uh,
2: for a CG are difficult to do. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's you can tell it's the same guys. It's the same guy thinking about it. You know, it's like this is how he would solve the problem. Is like, well, we'll just take the camera out the door. And like, what, there's <laughs> a wall there, Bob. No, 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 not in this world. Yeah. You know, right. It's
0: like, right. <laughs> there's no walls in computers. Yeah. And yeah. now we we're really
1: liberated. Yeah, we can do it without you know sets. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, then you see that again with Spielberg, even with Tintin. But before, I think that's where the tables are turned, and Spielberg is learning from Zemeckis. Whoa. Oh. I haven't seen Boom. it yet. I really want to see that. It was pretty good. You should have been. We watched it in 3D. What week was that? It was probably we like our third show, week, or wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Tintin, 3D. It was awesome. Pretty nice. Well, I don't have a 3D TV. You gotta have a
0: friend with (laughs) three (laughs) D That's what I have, friend.
1: So then there's there's flight. So like
0: what? Okay, so we
1: like come back from all, and then it's like, well, we don't need to do any kind of like. There's nothing. It the the fact that he chose that movie to do like after his long run of these motion capture movies,
2: but that movie is hardcore special effects. At in in the beginning of that film. Yeah, it's just all. I mean, that plane—they didn't even go up in a plane. They shot all that on a green screen. I don't believe mm-hmm. it. And they just—they just spun, uh, you know, the cabin of a plane, yeah. and added everything else. And, I mean, that's pretty impressive because you watched it. Yeah, like that's
1: I thought they maybe took them up in a plane.
2: Right. Hmm. Yeah. But there were some no shots. Plane. Yeah.
1: No plane. No <laughs> real plane. in a gyroscope.
3: Yeah. It's crazy. We're watching the special features on Life of Pi, and you find out, like, it's like, there's, like, like, not even a fucking boat practically. It's like.
1: Hey, it's amazing <laughs> how much stuff in movies, like, even, you know, to this day, it still boggles my mind when you see some of those, like, making ups, and you're like, what the f. You didn't even build, like, a real set? Like, there's a shot, I think, yeah, in the movie Life of Pi, where the guy has to. He runs down a hall, he goes up a flight of stairs, and then he comes out the top of the stairs. And we're watching it, and the only thing that's real is, like, the stairs. And it's, like, the, the end of the hall in both of those was, like, CG. I'm, like, wh- it's a wall. You couldn't yeah. afford a wall. Like,
3: I wonder how many movies have just entirely been, like, blockbuster movies have just been, like, nah, eh, we don't even have a set.
2: Yeah, and even TV shows. Star Wars. There's,
4: there's,
2: a, there's a great YouTube video where it's, like, they show all these TV shows, they'll show you the real scene, and then they'll, like... Uh, Break it apart and show you like how much is actually green screen, and it's amazing how much is actually just you know.
1: Yeah, shit that you're like you, you you did that on a green screen. Yeah,
2: yeah. weird stuff that like you say wouldn't really have to be green screen, but I guess it's just perfect conditions. You
3: you couldn't fucking get a boat.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sean. Well, so I have a question. Like that movie won the Oscar for cinematography, Life of Pi. Oh. Do you think movies like that, where it's, like, 90% green screen, should win awards like that? Uh, I mean, after should, seeing
3: like, Life of Pi,
5: yeah, that that movie deserved its cinematography. But, I mean, but is that... What does cinematography encompass? I mean, is that... Are, you, are we starting to go into, like, computer-generated...
0: Media graphic artists. Right.
5: Like, that's... You know, a lot of that's built on a computer somewhere, not... On
2: set, so it's almost like you you think it
4: needs its own award, something or or at least it should be. So,
2: do you think like something like Beowulf could that get Best Cinematography?
5: No. Well, I don't think so.
0: But I I think like like even directors, I don't think even nowadays should even get a lot of the 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 acclaim (laughs) they get because okay, you look at look at Harry Potter, you know, Chris Columbus then as soon as he gets off the films, they don't change how they look. You know, it didn't affect the films at all. I mean, it just nowadays, you throw money at a movie, you have this generic, this is fantasy.
2: You know, it's like. Did they keep the director of photography? I don't know. No, but I can't. the guy came in with David Yates. But, you
0: know, I can't tell, like, Sam Raimi from anybody. You know, as long as it's a big blockbuster fantasy movie, Tim Burton, Sam Raimi, it all looks the same to me. It all looks the same to me. It's just a Hollywood-produced movie. Well... It doesn't... You can't tell that look anymore.
1: In defense of the cinematographer, you know, I mean, I see... I played... I remember playing a video game. It was Resident Evil 5. 5. And I remember looking at that going like, holy shit, like, they're doing stuff with the camera here that's like... It doesn't look like a regular... You know, like, video games are made by programmers, Right. Or maybe they get somebody who just got out of you know film school or something to like you know come up with some of the shots for the cutscenes or whatever. But this was different. I mean, it really does look like a movie, you know, the way it moves around. And so I looked into it. I'm like, okay, so what they do? They went and they hired a guy from Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they actually got like this Hollywood cinematographer to work with them. So they've got like this virtual. And I mean, this has been done. I've seen Spielberg do it. Zemeckis does it. You know, they've got like a virtual set and all the data has been recorded in the computer because they did a motion capture and then the, the cinematographer can go into the virtual set and figure out how to shoot the movie and and light it right so he talks to the lighting guys and can, and can light it so it's something like real photography except you've got you've got this you know crazy amount of control on like you know you can choose where the sun is in the sky so I guess that's where it gets to be like you know well, you know, you're not creating, you're not capturing these moments. You're creating something,
5: but I mean, you still, you still have to be, I think, a, a photographer to be able to do it. Okay, you've changed my mind. That's that's uh, no, that's a very good argument for that. Now, he, if start, he had that kind of control, then I'm like all for it. Yeah.
0: They just need to start also awarding the software companies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe they wouldn't all be going well, I mean, out of business. I just, just yeah.
5: like, what, what, Speaking of
3: life of Pi, I mean. We just watched that and like that was probably one of the best three D movies that I've ever seen and just the way the three D was shot was just totally unique and and, and, and inspiring in, in some ways. Some of those shots were just I mean, what, phenomenal. They were just moving.
0: What did you do after you saw the movie?
3: Cry.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saved a
2: family. <laughs> I guess from the, hunger. <laughs> the real question is is If the director of photography is able to achieve a certain shot that can't be achieved in the real world, is that fair to somebody who's shooting a live-action film with a real camera in physical space?
0: I mean, as long as you get the product, I actually just had this conversation... Uh, there's a comic book artist named Alex Ross that does a lot of paintings, a lot of realistic paintings, and there's so many people out there that's like, oh, he's a cheater because he uses, like, a light box, which, you know, you know, light box has, like, a light underneath. So that traces. way you can trace. Yeah. And, but he, you know, he, but he does, like, extremely realistic. And, you know, he'll he'll, he'll 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 photograph his models, then he'll do the light box tracings, and then he'll do the paintings. It's like... It's like it's a process, you know, who says that you got to pull it out of thin air. You know, yeah. he's still smart enough and talented enough to go through the process and do it where most people are just like, well, I'll start well, with yeah. the circle. Oh, well, well, yeah, because I've
1: seen know? stuff, I mean, uh, you know who Timothy Bradstreet is? Uh, right? Yeah. So, I mean, his stuff, you know, he does the same thing. He, he, he gets models, photographs them, and then traces. But his stuff doesn't look anything like Alex Ross's. So, I mean, that's, I mean, backing what you're saying, I mean, that there's a process, there's still, like, an individual artist's hand, Yeah. you know, it's not just, like, if you do this, it's always going to look the same, and so, it, you know, it's disqualified, you know, there's still...
2: Well, it's kind of like, I mean, like, a comic book isn't going to be ever held in the same category as, like, a photograph, you know, like a... Blink, a, blink, blink. <laughs> oh shit. I'm no, sorry. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying that one is better than the other. I'm saying that like they're just like, you know, apples and oranges. They're just two separate things, right? No, they're yeah, images that, like, that people yeah, like still love. You're talking
1: about images. I mean, it's the same with like, you oh, know, okay. you've
2: got you've, like directors of photography and
1: movies like rely heavily on for inspiration for how they're going to paint, quote unquote, a scene, you know, stuff that they've seen in comics or in, you know, uh, Renaissance paintings or whatever. I mean, there's still like, you're still looking for that visual inspiration. You're still trying to craft within this
0: frame. Because at least with drawing, you have that complete control that we were just talking about. You know, you you can freeze that moment in time where you really I mean, you can do that with video, but it's just way more time uh, uh, I, I time. (laughs) (laughs) I, I,
2: I think this brings us back to last week with like, I guess I'm trying to figure out why there's a category for best animated film and best picture, you know. Right. Like, if if the two, if, if what we're saying is you can make a film that, you know, is all computer animated and it's, you know, completely animated in one way or another, why is that put in a different category? Like, okay, back to Beowulf. Can Beowulf be up for best picture with, say for the sake of an argument, uh, Forrest Gump, you know, I mean, the fact that they're ones animated, can that, can they both, they can, they can both, yeah, that's that happened, I before. think they
0: should, I don't even think, I mean, even though, like, Silence of the Lambs is, like, the only exception, whatever, I mean, I, 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 you know, there's horror movies, I think, that should be up there for some yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. but, just right. because it's this genre that's so looked down on, like, sci-fi or something like that, yeah, yeah, you know, Right. And so, so it's it is unfair. kind of like,
1: yeah, well, I mean, that is kind of, well, that's a valid argument because you got like, where like a horror film is kind of, even if you do it really well, you're still in kind of a disreputable genre. It's almost like if you're animated, if you do an animated movie like that's a serious drama, it's still not as good as if you had done it live action, mm-hmm. you know? I, yeah. I know, I want to say it was, I want to say Beauty and the Beast was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, did it was win? Five. No, it lost that. Uh, what won that year? It was Shawshank. It went up against like Babe, really? Shawshank. Maybe if I got my year right. I thought which and one? Something else. Something else won.
2: Well, Shawshank. That was Pulp Fiction, right? No, that uh, Shawshank. Shawshank didn't win, no. Forrest Gump. That was Forrest Gump. That one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: I want to say Beauty and the Beast was right around. Yeah, it was I think it was nominated for like the actual Best Picture. Yeah, it was. And it was won. sometime after that that they started the Best Animated.
4: Well, I know now they do more than just the five, but wasn't there was a Pixar movie that was up, too, recently,
1: wasn't there? For actual best yeah. picture? Maybe. A
4: couple
1: years up ago. or something. Um, yeah, was yeah, it Toy yeah. Story?
0: Was that WALL-E? Or WALL-E? Oh, yeah, was it yeah, WALL-E? I think it was WALL-E. Oh, you and know, Toy Story 3 was yeah. up for best picture? For sure. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, that I don't know. So hey, I know we were uh, talking about this last
1: guy.
2: week. Yeah, it's yeah, like, why in the fuck is there a best
1: animated film category? Right. You know, because it almost is going for, like, it almost, I mean, I understand it's a it's a... It's a kind of, in a way, a technical award, but it's still like almost a genre award. You know, it's like, how mm-hmm. come there isn't then the best horror the film? science fiction. <laughs> you know,
2: that's a good point. The best action so, movie.
1: There should be The best uh, foreign film, which that one still, that one irritates me a little bit. Do you think uh, those movies can be nominated?
0: In how are you supposed to yeah, see yeah, those beforehand? Yeah, because <laughs> what was it? was the uh,
4: one
1: this year. Was there... I, I'm sure this is probably... Somebody can tell me if this has ever happened. that a foreign film has won both best foreign film and best picture. I think it probably oh, is. Oh, uh,
2: Life is Beautiful? That's
1: what I thought. Yeah, the one with oh, Roberto Benito. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: my gosh. Uh, I don't maybe. know if it won Best Foreign, though. I don't know. I don't know.
1: How, how know. could you not? That's it, But that's the thing. It's like, how right. could you not? If it wins Best Picture, <laughs> about, uh, how could it, it not? not have?
5: Millionaire,
0: was that? Yeah, what about Dog Millionaire? Yeah, Slum Dog Millionaire. Was that Indian movie? movie? Yeah, I don't know
1: if that was... It's an Indian movie? movie? No, but it's, no, it's Danny Boyle. Yeah, it's financed well, by 20... Oh, uh,
0: uh, it's American, uh, American uh, made. Market, yeah, market Fox market. put the money in yeah. for that one. Oh, crazy. They just I'm took
2: advantage, advantage of us. Um, Staying with this topic, sort of, do you think that uh, there will ever be a time when like, a actor doing a voiceover for an animated film could... Be nominated for a best actor.
5: Hmm. Or what about what about Andy Serkis?
1: Yeah, well, that was Stop the one that came does. to mind was that yeah. right. uh, rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, dude. It's like what the fuck? Like that seemed like a giant over. Right
5: now, if you've if you've ever seen like the behind the scenes footage of him doing that, he is acting. Oh yeah, like yeah, awesome. awesome. it's incredible. Yeah. yeah,
4: he was he, a he, monkey I mean, King yeah. Kong. He, he was King Kong. Yeah, right, he was King Kong
5: King yeah. and all that. Yeah, I think yeah, like Kong, I've seen awesome. that. I think he should be in there somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he deserves something for that. Yeah, because like, prior does a to great that, job. I mean, like,
1: other guys have played apes before. I mean, Rick Baker, the makeup guy. Roddy played... McDowell
5: played apes for five movies.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, like, uh, well, Rick Baker, I want to say, played an ape in, uh, in the 76 King Kong.
0: Did he? And,
1: yeah, and I think he played apes, uh, played an ape. Well, yeah, he played King Kong in the 76 wow. King Wow. And I think he played like with that uh, the Jane Goodall girl is in the mist i think he either created those apes really? or something so it's like okay you got guys playing apes in movies before under you know uh, prosthetics where they're supposed to project emotion king kong loves the girl you got to get that you know but like what was done with caesar in rise of the planet of the apes i think like what way beyond, like, any of that stuff. I mean, that was a full-on... Having kind of like, silent physical character. Yeah, silent acting. He had to get, like, all this shit because that's a smart, intelligent character. And to convey all that to the audience, which I think he did, you know, yeah, it just seemed like when, you know, it's like, what, did you know, somebody else who won. I, I'm not saying that your job is hard or anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> that seemed like that
3: took more effort, you know. I don't know. I mean, I guess that like, kind of falls into the circles. I mean, he's... He's acting, but he's merely using his, like, facial features in order to create, like, a scene, whereas, like, I mean, the same could be said of said, like, maybe, like, a stuntman who's, who's using his body movements to, you know, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, actually, now that I'm, I'm, I'm checking myself, because I'm think, sitting there going, like, who would you nominate? You nominate Andy Circus? Or you nominate Andy Serkis and the team of people who, you know, realized Caesar. Because they also have to be credited. It's not a performance of just one person. We're saying the, the basic thing that, you know, the underlying performance was him. But what you're seeing is not him. Yeah, It's but a, like it's an echo or a phantom version of him that was created by these other people.
2: Doesn't that kind of go into then, like... Costuming? Uh, well, yeah, like uh, Gimli. If Gimli, say, was up for an award... That dude, you know, like, how much makeup did he have on and how much prosthetics? Yeah. Then you have I to think, start awarding everybody think, that worked on him. Yeah,
0: like, all actors, you know, it's never, like, 100%, you know, I created this. Because, obviously, you didn't write the script, you know. Obviously
2: I mean, like, it's you didn't, like you, like,
0: you know, decide the character was going to do this, you know. Ooh. You were told, hey, the character's got to do this next, so.
3: So, I mean, I guess probably, like, you know, like, a lot of actors, like, you know, it's like, okay, I want you to play Abraham Lincoln. Well, you know, it's like you're going to go run through the lines, but once you, like, put that top hat on and that suit, like, you're suddenly, I am Abraham Lincoln, you know? Or if I want to be, like, a badass witch hunter, like, if I'm just me, I don't feel like a badass witch hunter. But when I'm in my, like, ass-kicking garb, suddenly magic happens.
0: But that's what I do like about, I mean, the thing about, or that's why I do think the silent acting is viable because you got so many actors that can just say whatever the hell they were told to say and don't have anything with their face that they're you know they don't believe what they're saying they don't you know where i don't think just because something's silent means that they're not actual acting they did or,
1: give i think best best actor didn't they yeah. give it to the the guy who was in the artist yeah 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 they did a yeah, silent
2: performance. yeah. Yeah, but that's Hollywood. That
1: movie, Hollywood. Yeah, that but movie's about Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah were we talking yeah. about that? It's like Argo wins Best Picture over Life of Pi because it's about Hollywood. It's, uh, yeah. The artist wins because it's about Hollywood. Yeah. It's home movies.
3: They're just watching yeah. themselves. Oh,
0: well, they're just like, yeah, stroking their own ego. <laughs> yeah, as long
3: as they can pat themselves this is on
0: what the back. We're, of. Of. <laughs>
5: yeah. oh, we're so great.
0: We Turn in your world. guns.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: Hell yeah. Oh yeah, that's something I might want to talk about. Yeah, so World War Z getting its ending changed specifically because China refuses to carry the movie with the way the ending is now. China don't so no just They're not just changing the ending... China- it, it, the book ending is that the first oh, oh, oh. whoa
3: There's, whoa it's, it's it's whoa, a, whoa it's not a big deal <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh,
3: it's not going to be in the movie
0: it's Who not going to be in the movie hey
1: we got to talk about
2: to this episodic. afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we're, get, we're getting pretty far away from Roger Rabbit. We're already into other topics. Yeah. We're way far away yeah. from Roger Rabbit. Right, well, Does
1: anybody just, have anything else to say, observations, or anything about Roger Rabbit, or do we wrap
2: it up? I could go out all night. But well,
1: we, got, um, uh, we talk about the people in it. We care about uh, Bob Hoskins. Anybody?
2: We, we do. We like. Oh, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, we, we didn't say anything Joy about from
1: Blade Runner. Lloyd.
2: Christopher Lloyd is amazing in this film. You're watching him like a a couple a couple years earlier, you saw him as the wacky scientist in Back to the Future, and then here you see him as this like hardcore you know Judge Doom, you know bad guy, badass bad guy. There's a scene at the end where he's like going up this conveyor belt. And, like, he's just in the background, just, like, looming, just staring yeah, at Bob like Hoskins. You almost don't like, even see him there. You don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, like, you have to, yeah. The next like, thing you see is his feet. I
3: remember as a kid, you <laughs> yes. know, I remember Coming as right a kid, <laughs> yeah.
2: I was always,
3: like, kind of scared of this movie. It, it always kind of scared me because, you know, Judge Doom at the end when he, like, and he gets run over and you see him, like, Peeling up, it's like I'm like that is just creepy. And then he's yeah. like, I talk just like this. He's got these red <laughs> eyes. You're like, it just scares me. I wonder what he actually looks like. Well, I mean, I wonder thing. what that yeah. character actually because like he's he's just oh, wearing he's, a prosthetic. He, so like they don't even know who he
1: is.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder what that Ooh, tune actually. Animated eyeballs. I wonder what that tune looks like. Something to work on your brain.
2: And I like all all the hints along the way. Like he puts on a rubber glove when he puts the sh- the cartoon shoe in the dip.
4: Yeah.
2: And then when the barrel spills, he backs away from the dip because he can't.
3: Yeah, negotiate. I don't know why. You know, like why would he go over, like to great lengths to invent some like kind of like I made this dip that kills tunes, but I'm a tune, so if it touches me.
1: Well, he would have the know. He would know how to kill tunes,
2: I guess, if he was a tune. It's the freeway, dude. <laughs> the freeway. Yeah, What yeah. the hell's a freeway? Yeah. So
1: Christopher Lloyd, most memorable characters. I mean, like, I know he was on Taxi for like a 100 years and then uh, as Jim. And then...
3: Crazy ass one flew over the cuckoo's nest.
2: Right. Lord, I think everything he's done has uh, been a memorable uh, character. Well... That's uh, not a the
3: guy in My Piranha? The
1: Piranha
2: movies? My favorite Martian. Okay, so... I guess
3: well, uh, Adam's Prana
1: family, can't talk about Yeah, Chris Uncle or Fester. In the Piranha movies, he's basically playing, I think, like an old version of Doc Brown, right? I
4: mean, right. Well, it's almost... Was he in the movie with uh, Michael Keaton, where they're all in a nut house and they go out to see a Yankee game? Is that yes, game? I
3: think so, I yeah. Is he, like, reprising his role from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, I remember, <laughs> I know what movie yeah. you're talking about, too. Because I can... Right is not called yeah, Crazy it, People. Is it called Crazy People? No. no, that's the one about the advertising, right? With Dudley Moore, and I can't remember. I've seen that yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. I have
2: seen that movie. Yeah, uh, I think you're
1: right.
2: Yeah. yeah. It might have c- been. That but, scene I mean, like it's out, like...
1: like, outlandish characters seem to be like the stuff in. I mean, it's like Uncle Fester, Judge Doom, Doc Brown, right? Am I missing another one? Um. Other than that, he's Christopher
0: Lloyd, pretty much. Doing. I love that Amazing oh. Stories episode oh, yeah. he was in. That's the a teacher. Robert Zemeckis
1: one, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. a Robert Zemeckis that's one. That's creepy.
2: Uh, that's like one of the best. Dennis the Menace. What? He it was the like the bad guy bum. Was he? Yeah. He was. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. I don't recall that at all. Yeah, they feed him a bunch of beans. Hey, Mr. Will. He's farting a lot. That's, yeah, he's, he's been in 170
1: things, so. <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't seen that, Amazing amazing Stories was a TV show that aired in the 80s, but Zemeckis directed an episode, it was a Steven Spielberg production or whatever, and each week was a different, it was trying to be like a Twilight Zone kind of thing. Yeah, in a way. And one of the Halloween episodes was from Robert Zemeckis, and it was, go to the head of the class, and...
0: It was awesome.
1: Uh... Uh, Christopher Lloyd plays a teacher in a high school students use voodoo to cut his head off and so he's running around carrying his head around for like the rest of the second half of the episode it's
0: awesome that's really awesome it's, it's got like a, a nice kind of
1: nice episode.
0: well yeah cuz the ending yeah. you know cuz yeah the ending they it go makes back to school prayer. And they're like, what? His, the teacher's here. What, how can his head be on? Then when he passes him, he, he's got that scarf on his neck, and he pulls it down, and he's got the stitches. It was great.
1: Yeah.
0: I really like the, the Kevin Costner one where he the, the wheels on the B-52 bomber go oh, yeah, out, yeah. so was, he draws the Spielberg wheels. That. Was that Spielberg?
2: Yeah, that, that was a really good one. Yeah. Uh, with Christopher Lloyd, like, Colin, you met him, right? Or you were there. Yeah, at, okay. To see him in person, he's not th- any of those characters. No,
1: he's know. like this really kind of is.
2: reserved, isn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it was surprising. It, you know, I like, mean, like he just when he's on stage or on in a movie, he like turns it on. But yeah, when he was just wandering around, he was just like really, you know, like um,
2: reserved. Just to play that many like kind you know, of guy, you know, that many crazy characters and be such a reserved guy—it's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, he's a bad guy on <laughs> Star Trek.
0: That's right, yeah, I remember. Was Klingon, yeah. Was that yeah,
1: Star Trek Part six Oh three?
0: three, yeah. Is it Klingon? He, only, he kills Kirk's son. Oh, oh, you Spoiler. ruined it for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. talk about the book that's, that's, that's been three. out for two years, <laughs> but you can talk about. Two. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. World War Z's been out for like five years. Well, this has been if you out, you out for like thirty it.
1: years. Star Trek
0: three. Yeah, nobody's watching. Yeah, but no one saw movie. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it TV, series. TV series. What? Okay, so Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Great English actor. Yeah, you know, he, he I forget that, that he's English. Yeah, he plays like a,
3: such a great like PI gumshoe in this movie. Yeah, like I mean, he fits that role of like alcoholic, you know, down on his luck private
2: detective. He fits that part where I like to say yeah. Yeah. he he's he's not. Well, he is the badass with the heart. He doesn't want to do the mission that he has, but he has to do it. You know. He's got a he's got a big heart, you know. As as kind of this, you know, whatever he's he's a PI that lost his brother. He's an alcoholic at this point, you know. The he's a the laughing stock of the police department. He's not even with the police department anymore. But like he doesn't every bone in his body doesn't want to help Roger, but his heart does. He really wants to help Roger, you know. And, and in the end, that's what makes him such an interesting character, I think. In this film I concur Okay <laughs> I see right. done
1: Like some other uh, He did like uh, You ever seen A movie called Mona Lisa I think a movie nope. Right before this He had uh, He was a Cab driver Had to take A prostitute Around to her right? No
0: Well no. What's your other fa- no.
1: I mean like Aside from this What's uh, Bob Hoskins Like
2: uh,
0: unleashed? Right? Oh, yeah. oh he That's was right awesome It's me,
2: me. Yeah.
1: You ever see a movie Called Shattered With Tom Berenger Nope. It was cool. He was a private detective in that one, modern day.
0: He was a good bad guy at Unleashed, the Jet Li. Oh, yeah, game. yeah,
1: yeah, that's right, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. That was really good. I that. saw him,
1: he was a serial killer, like a quiet serial killer in a Hollywood movie Land. called, I don't remember it's called. Is he that in that? The
5: plays uh, George
1: Reeves. Yeah, the Superman? yeah
5: Superman. Uh-oh,
1: you're not on mic.
5: Okay. Here, here go. Sorry, I'm not See,
1: here. He's in, uh, Hollywood Land also, Bob
2: Hoskins. There you go. Yeah. Is there, there a no, ghost in here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a ghost. Ghost bartender.
1: And Joanna Cassidy, I don't know from anything other than Blade Runner, I don't think. She was Zora, the topless replicant. Was she?
5: Yes. In, in certain cuts of the film, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. And she was the uh, the dame in Who Framed Roger all well,
0: so, Yeah, it's very rare nowadays to have uh, your two main actors be like over 30... You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're both like at least in their mid forties or something yeah. like that, early forties. You don't see that yeah, anymore. I like that in movie. I, uh, so I, do I. I really like
1: that. But it's a realistic be world. I'm on my way to forties. So Freaking yeah.
0: beautiful people don't run around everywhere. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> like in the Omen remake where they had to yeah, have. I, yeah, oh, it's the, the youngest American uh, ambassador. ambassador. Oh, God, yeah. really? That's the only way to get beautiful people in that's this movie? That's why that
1: movie doesn't rank as high to me as the uh, original, because Gregory Peck's got the gravitas. Bob
3: Hoskins
0: played Mario in Super Mario. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's him
1: and <laughs> Yeah, but we were
0: ta- I thought we were talking about the good movies. Yeah, I, thought, I, was, I mean, it was in the back of my mind, but I was like, I'm not, we're talking about the good ones.
2: We explained last
0: week that's a terrible movie. That's a horrible movie. <laughs>
2: Horrible movie. I, don't I don't wish
0: that movie on my worst enemy. On my worst enemy. Uh, <laughs> the
2: voice of Roger Rabbit, forgive me, I can't remember Charles his name. Charles Fleischer. Fleischer. Thank you. He is in Back to the Future Part 2. He's Biff's mechanic.
0: Yeah.
1: I got you another one. He's uh, in a nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> he's a sleep clinic doctor. Uh, he's also in, Nancy he's
0: in Tilson the Crypt Demon Night as the post uh, mail uh, guy great. that's going to go postal. Like, he's in a lot of horror movies. I
1: want to say we did meet him. Well,
0: I I did I Yeah, I met him. I, I walked up to him in a bar, and I interrupted him and Freddy Krueger talking so I could tell him how awesome Roger Rabbit was, because I didn't want to meet him earlier to give him money to go. tell him how awesome Roger you know, Rabbit the was. The voice,
2: the voice of uh, Jessica Rabbit, she never did anything else, right? Never.
0: Nope. No. Just cereal, good. Mom. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That will be a V.I.
2: Warshawski? No, yeah. Totally,
1: uh, r- uh, romancing the stone. I'm like, what else yeah. did she do that was, like, gigantic? There had to be something. Help me out. Uh, Kathleen Turner.
2: I think V.I. Warshawski is pretty something. I, I don't know. Tell, I, was, I can't tell if you're was, joking or not. I was a kid. I don't know well,
0: if like that, it was something. I know <laughs> it was, like, dirty mouthed. That's, like, the one thing I remember as a kid. Like, what? We're not what? supposed to talk. Watch this movie?
1: Yeah, I know, really? like, Serial Mom was a deal because it's a John Waters movie and she was in it, so I was like, what is Kathleen well, that's Turner? That's just a doing great movie. A, yeah, yeah, John Waters movie, but. Right. Is
0: it really John Waters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's his biggest budget movie. It's <laughs> great movie. Okay, we got
1: nothing on Kathleen Turner. That's too bad.
0: I that's... remember
1: Gene Siskel, right? The critic, who we have to remember this week because his partner. Uh, Roger Ebert just passed away.
0: You know who right. passed away? Uh, Jim Henson's ex-wife.
1: Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. And Jess Franco. You know Jess Franco?
0: From, uh-uh.
1: Yeah, he made like uh, Living Dead Girl, Lips of Blood, and a bunch of like, Euro-trash vampire movies in the 70s.
0: Where? Anyway. Is that the three?
1: No, I think he made like
0: a, a slew. No, you get you know, the like, three. Oh, the three
1: they that go. Oh, yeah. They they go, go.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, in the Deadpool. The <laughs> Deadpool? Yeah. 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 Uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, no. Kathleen Turner.
3: Kathleen Turner. Yes. Overdrive. Oh, over time? No, that's uh, wrong. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. remember where I was going with that. She was in 10 episodes of California Casions, <laughs> so she probably could be naked. Nowadays, you do
5: <laughs> not want that. Yeah. Yeah. She was no, a that's n- a <laughs> negative. She looks like a man. No, <laughs> that's a negative. There was
3: some uh, uh, Who framed, was
2: there
5: Some Roger Rabbit stuff. Roller Coaster Rabbit? She was the voice of Jessica yeah, Rabbit. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit, Jessica Rabbit was, was,
2: was the voice oh. a lot in the Roger Rabbit shorts. Yeah. that's a ghost man ghost yes, bartender is telling us right now the Cereal audience man. cannot hear oh, yeah. him. so uh,
3: we have well, you, you want to do the giveaway
2: is anybody going to talk into their mics tonight <laughs> <laughs> alright so wrap up is, it
1: starts with Tom tonight
3: alright uh, yeah I mean I really really like it. Um, uh, it it's a different movie than when I saw it from a kid um I like it for different reasons now. So, I think it's a really good film noir movie as opposed to just a cool cartoon movie. I I got a lot more out of it. So, if you haven't seen this movie, you need to check it out. And if you haven't seen this movie in a while, you need to check it out because you'll get a completely different experience. And, um, yeah, I mean, I recommend buying it because
5: I bought it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) twice
4: <laughs> and eric we do already. yes uh, first thanks for having me it was fun uh, thanks for coming oh yeah, yeah. I, to uh, for the ghost bartender yeah yes <laughs> i have been listening to the podcast for a couple of weeks now and is it like a dream come true you're yeah. here now what is you it you guys like know a lot about here? movies <laughs> <laughs> i thought i knew a lot about movies you guys blow me out of the water um but no i i agree with tom i think it was great uh think i laughed more than anybody tonight <laughs> um now I just, would you would you let your daughter watch it yeah i would i would she's not gonna get a lot of the sexual stuff and
0: that's what i'm saying it's like they took adult humor out of cartoons thinking it's changing
4: kids and they don't know what's going on she'll just you know? laugh at the funny stuff getting kicked in the balls and <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I just can't stop thinking about Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
2: going home that right now. That photo is
3: I'm doing I'm going up. home right now. Take a cold
2: shower. Can, do you, will you give us permission to put that photo up on yes, Facebook? Yes, I will. All yes. Right, <laughs> listeners. You heard it Facebook.
1: here. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show.
2: Awesome.
4: <laughs> it's just a young Eric fondling Jessica Rabbit's leg and trying to reach up her skirt.
2: Nice. <laughs> it could be better.
4: Um, I think my dad was encouraging it, so... <laughs> Probably because he didn't want to get caught doing it himself. (laughs) Right, right. Sorry, Dad.
2: (laughs) Real quick, Eric, when was the last time you saw this? I mean, like, how long has it been since Hmm. you saw Roger Rabbit? Well,
4: I have a copy of it on DVD, so it would have had to have been maybe 10 years ago, I'd say. Okay. 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, and
2: and watching it tonight, I mean, was was it as present? Like, I feel like this movie was just as present as... Like like I said, I felt like I was right back in 1988. Yeah, Launches. there were definitely parts
4: that I had forgotten about. But then once I the scene started coming through, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was enjoyable. So, awesome. Like I said, when you guys uh, invited me and I heard that was the movie for tonight, I was excited. So.
2: Yeah, kind of that that photo that you have, which our <laughs> fans will see, uh, is kind of like that. That's what got you in the door, I think. <laughs> like, you're like, well, Look you at know, this. I'm a true fan.
4: You guys have probably done this when you were younger too. You always talk with your friends on the schoolyard or something. You know what? Top three hottest chicks on the planet, <laughs> real or fake? I mean, she's up there for me. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's she's not bad.
1: She's, she's just good to go. That way. Yeah.
2: yeah, she is. Awesome. So, would you say okay? Around here, we have watch it, buy it, or pass? I thought we quit that? Didn't we <laughs> yeah. quit that? This
3: is just some did kind it. of record. He just did he it. Did it at $2. Well, $2. I just sent it because
2: I bought it because I own it. <laughs> we well, mean, I
4: own it too. too oh but yeah, I would it. definitely buy it. I I would even probably go pick up the Blu-ray. Cool. So, all right,
0: Travis. I liked it, of course, because I watch this movie at least once a month or <laughs> once every <laughs> few months. I mean, it's just one of those things that I've seen it my whole life. Uh, I'm probably never going to stop seeing it. It's uh, it's one of those rare movies that you know you don't see anymore where. Uh, the 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 story is told through the images, not through characters telling you what the story is. You know, you know, you know, like uh, the the that uh, little time uh, lapse shot where uh, guy's looking at the picture of his brother and he gets drunk, and then it shows, you know, the he's got a uh, a uh, partner's desk or whatever that he used to share with his dead brother. And, uh, when it you know, it goes over to, to show how dusty the desk is. So it's like, okay, his brother's been dead for at least a long time. Then it goes to, like, the picture of, uh, or it goes through all the yeah, cases. Yeah. It shows yeah. the newspapers of all their cases. Then it shows the right. pictures of them in uh, graduating uh, the police academy. It shows pictures of them with their father and they saw that he was a clown and that like adds the whole the whole sad story of like oh why don't you have a sense of humor anymore because you know his father used to be a clown he used to clown around with his brother and it's like all that you get all that just in that little that little sweep of the desk area you know you got eddie valley it's like whole story that's a that's and a, the empty bottle of booze oh yeah the empty, <laughs> 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 he wakes up to find out the rabbit got kicked Or whatever. cake.
2: Well, that's great because in that scene, yeah, when it comes to daylight and the booze is gone, it's like that perfect explanation of time and backstory, everything.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. But then also for, you know, like I said, I've always liked it because of the adult reasons. I like uh, cartoons to be a little bit, you know, a little bit edgy just because, I don't know, it's kind of a thrill, it's a cheap thrill to have a cartoon that cusses or... Or smokes, or has big boobs, and you know, or whatever. It's just one of those things where it's like, that's sweet, you know. Because <laughs> no matter what, a drawing. A lot of people say, oh, how can you get into cartoons as much as you know normal movies or blah blah blah. It's like, ah, you know, drawings are just. I mean, as long as the image is there, you know, you know what they're doing, you know what they're they're conveying. I don't see how it's different than a photograph of a real person, or you know, as long as the uh, the drawings, uh, you know, actually conveys the emotion. But uh, so yeah. I like this movie and will forever. And you will
2: continue to own it. Continue. Awesome.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean,
1: I like this movie too. I mean, I have uh, since I saw it uh, originally, and, you know, I mean, it has been... I mean, I guess I'm saying something by the fact that I don't own it and I haven't seen it in, you know, like 15 years or something. But, you know, I mean, when I do encounter it, I mean, it's still, you know, one of those experiences that you enjoy. Yeah. you know, watching it this time, again, I was more impressed by the technical aspect of it and the Herculean effort it looks like that it took to uh, to pull it off. I mean, it's a absolutely convincing melding of, like, 2D cartoon characters in a three-dimensional world where they're interacting with, you know, real people. Uh, you know, the story's compelling. I mean, I don't think it's anything, like, you know, brand new, but, I mean, it does what it needs to do to, you know, to... Take us through this journey from, you know, this alternate 1940s Los Angeles through Toontown and like, all and get these characters together. I mean, it's really cool. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I don't have like nothing bad to say really about like any of the performances or technically or anything. I mean, it's you know, it's a really good movie. And if you haven't seen, I don't think it's one of those things that probably, you know, I would assume that you you get into this one as you know. As a kid, it's always going to be there as, like, you know, on the kid's shelf or whatever. So I imagine there'll be generations and generations to come that'll find out about who framed Roger Rabbit. So it'll always be there, I think.
0: Maybe, yeah, because, I mean, what if hand animation now looks like black and white cartoons did to kids in the 80s? You know, what if. (laughs) <laughs> what if yeah, the I mean, CG has, like, like really ruins kids' like perception of what animation is, and they're like, "What is that? That looks... Yeah. Whoa, whoa!
4: What well, is it?" That? possible. I mean, that, that I guess, uh, thats a legitimate paint? concern. Yeah, oh, but this has a strong story. Well, it's so. got it.
1: It's got it, but it has a three-dimensionality to the animation too that may offset that. I don't know. You know, I guess time will tell.
4: Right? Like,
0: yeah, I'd like to see what like <laughs> a four-year-old nowadays would think of it.
4: Yeah. Well, I can find out. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Give
0: us an update. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Force your daughter to watch it. Sean?
5: What does the ghost have to say? I'm not here.
0: The um, Phantom
5: Critic. Uh, it still holds up after all these years. Um, like Colin said, I have nothing bad to say about this movie. Um, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, see it. If you don't own it, own it. Uh, it's pretty spectacular.
3: When was the last time you watched it? Yeah.
5: It's been about, uh, I'd say it's been about eight years since
2: I watched it. Yeah, see? And you didn't, didn't see it tonight, so it. boom!
5: But I still, <laughs> like... <laughs>
2: In, in Sean's defense, he did come in at the end. All right. He saw maybe like the last 10, 10 15 minutes. I'm oh. going to
5: watch it right now. It's still going to hold up.
2: It's still <laughs> still going to be the same. I'm right, ready, right, right, up right. to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's such a fantastic film. It's just, like, it's hard to top this, really. I mean, there's three ways to top it, but... <laughs> Other than that, I think it's I. I really, uh, you know, just even talking about it tonight, I think like it's Robert Zemeckis' fourth best film, and I think like if you're a kid or you're an adult, like this film, it, it speaks to you on two different levels. I mean, like everyone's saying, you know, like there's the jokes, you know, the the uh, Harvey and the even even like there's a scene where they're in cabby, they're driving in the cab, and he's like. Hey Roger, what's uh, what's what do you call the middle of a song? And he's like a bridge. And then they like jump over the bridge. And like as a kid, you know, I didn't really get that. But like going back, it's great. It's all it's all wonderful, and it's all melded together. I mean, it, it's cartoons mixed with live action, and it's all just it's just great. I mean, I, I don't even know. Like I don't own it. I've never owned Roger Rabbit, and I'm gonna go out and buy. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray. Like as soon as I can because this movie it's it's fantastic. So that's what I think. We um, probably expected that though. Uh, anyone that listens to this podcast knows I'm a pretty big Roger, Robert Zemeckis fan. Um, okay.
1: You find out find the Robert Zemeckis movie that you don't like. It's got to be out there somewhere. It's it like,
2: does. It doesn't look, exist. Uh,
1: didn't he do I want to hold your hand? He did. did. You see it?
2: Nope. There it is. Maybe you have to check that out. <laughs> Isn't that like his student film? I want to say it's his first movie. <laughs> it's his first well, I movie. I like, I love contact. Uh, do you like contact? Hell yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah!
2: Contact's good. How Counter's can good. you it's not? Good. Really?
0: Yeah. Huh? That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's <a good> movie.
1: <laughs> All right, so we're I gonna like take that. a little All break right. and figure <laughs> out how we're gonna orchestrate this awesome uh, giveaway. And welcome back. Okay, we figured out what we're gonna do here. We've got, I'm holding in my hands right now, a limited edition Vista series. New framed Roger Rabbit two-disc DVD set that apparently has uh, has never been opened. Look at all the special features on it. It's awesome. We're going to give this away to one lucky listener. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. We're going to put a photo up there. It's going to be Eric. Our special guest with his uh, lovely lady, Jessica Rabbit. And we're going to want a caption. So it's a photo caption contest. Whoever's got the wittiest caption, we will give you the Vista series, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, double disc, DVD, unopened, sealed, brand new, like the day it was born. So that is the challenge, listener. you got to get your uh, caption in, let's say, by April 20th. Saturday, April 20th, we will pick a winner. Kaboom! There you go. And you're going, hey, where else can I find you guys on the Internet?
2: Hey, Colin, where else can you find us on the Internet?
1: That's amazing that you should ask, Brett, because actually this week we were picked up by Stitcher Radio. So now you can get us on Stitcher Radio on your web. All right, it's on the web. It's on apps. It's all over the place. It's on certain card dashboard players. And you can also find us on uh, via email at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. Talk to us; we ache to hear what you have to say about us on our show. You can also talk to us like live right now. You can say something to at Sat Freak Show on Twitter. That's our handle. And don't forget, you can find an archive of all of our stuff at SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. That's where we've got all sorts of old episodes, old past episodes of awesomeness that you can listen to. You can find us iTunes, Pod Bay FM, and everywhere. Right from there, the mothership. So tune in for the time of your life. Thank you, Eric, for being here, and uh, thank you for having me. So, uh, what are we watching next week? So next week it's going to be Colin's choice, that's me Uh, We're going to watch a movie called Danger Diabolic It's from 1966 I want to say And it's uh, from Italian director Mario Bava And it is based off of A Italian comic strip About a jewel thief And it's really awesome it's set in like an Austin Powers
2: 60's Ooh, can't wait Somebody yell lunch
3: Lunch. Lunch.